You're listening to the Five Questions Podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actor, comedian, producer, and author, John Cleese. John is most known as the co-founder of the legendary Monty Python comedy group, writing and performing in the TV series and in films that include Monty Python and the Holy Grail and Monty Python's Life of Brian. He has appeared in many other films from James Bond to Harry Potter and has guest starred in numerous TV shows. After decades in the entertainment industry, John wrote about his views on creativity in his new book by that title, which we discuss in this podcast episode. You dispel the myth that creativity is something you have to be born with in the book. What are some ways to bring out our creativity, even in professions and industries that don't require it, like the legal and accounting fields? Uh, I think you can use new ideas, whatever you're doing, uh, whether it's, uh, it's cooking or, or looking at laws, because you can, uh, laws are all dependent on the interpretation. And if you can come up with a better interpretation, that's a creative act. So I think everybody can use it. If you're saying, how, how do you do it? The answer is, uh, well, the short answer is by the book. Uh, the, the second answer is you have to develop the ability to play, which a lot of us use uh, as lose as we get older and um, we have to create the conditions under which we can play yes and let's get into that as children we are always playing and then we get older and we become serious adults disregarding play and i'm guilty of this too how have you created space in your life for playfulness and how has that led to more creative projects well, what I realized ever so slowly, it began with the realization that all my best ideas seemed to come from the unconscious because they popped into my mind at unusual times, not when I'd been sitting there beating my brains for two hours. So once I realized that, I realized that the ideas coming out from your unconscious are often quite odd and require a little bit of thought to see what this particular image or this particular feeling is about. That takes time and you cannot do that if you you're having an ordinary adult life, which involves hundreds of responsibilities and duties and so forth. So you have to create a space, a creative space, where you can A, not be interrupted or under any kind of pressure, especially time pressure. And B, you want to create this for a very specific period of time, a bit like a football match. The, 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 the referee blows a whistle and people start playing and then he blows a whistle and they stop. In other words, it's got to be quite clearly defined that you're going to start at such and such a time and give yourself maybe an hour and a quarter, an hour and a half, because the first few minutes when you sit down, you can only think of all the things you should be doing <laughs> instead of trying to be creative. But after that, it settles as in meditation. And then you can start playing with ideas, but playing for the, with them in a playful way, not in a driven way, beating your brains with a furrowed brow. It's interesting. When I'm trying to be creative, I'm not as creative. When I change my environment and when I'm talking to other people, that's when my best ideas come out. And I usually test these ideas. I'll be like, oh, what about this? And then based on responses, that kind of helps me go in one path or another path. That's exactly right. And the only thing to say is that when you're playing, you've got to give yourself a good period of time before you bring the critical mind in. I usually appall audiences by saying that new ideas are like babies that are easily strangled. You've got to give 
give your uh, idea or this thing that just popped in your mind, you've got to pursue it and explore it and play with it for a time until you see clearly what it's about. Then you bring in the critical mind. If you bring the critical mind in too soon, you'll get nowhere. You'll never get started. The other thing that I find interesting is being creative is an outlet for me. And how can creativity help us through this dark period of time during this pandemic where people are suffering mentally and physically? Well, I think one of the problems is, as uh, who was it? It was uh, Pascal, Blaise Pascal, the French philosopher. I believe he, he said in the 17th century, man's great trouble is that he cannot sit quietly in his room. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I think the, the, the lockdown is much better for introverts because introverts got a high level of activity going on in their minds. So their fear is, is overloading. It's not boredom, whereas poor old extroverts don't have a lot going on. So they need more stimulation. So the lockdown's been much harder for them. But I mean, if you can do something creative, anything from trying to write a silly poem about animals, which I do sometimes, all the way through to uh, trying to do a bit of drawing or even having a go at painting, or even if you have the talent, trying to come up with a new tune, anything creative like that, where you just play and try and create something, that'll feel satisfying. And it also moves you into a healthier part of your mind, away from the very driven, what's sometimes called hair-brain part of our mind. That's H-A-R-E. I completely agree. Just the art of speaking to you, in a sense, brings out my creativity in terms yeah, exactly, of coming up with the questions, having the conversations, playing off what you yeah, say. It feels creative. That's right. It does. We don't quite know where we're going next and neither of us is anxious about it. Exactly. And a lot of people have creative ideas and many of them actually produce creative work, but few are able to get their work published and viewed by a mass audience like yourself. You recently yes. said that Monty Python would not get commissioned today. What's your advice for overcoming the resistance that gets in the way of bringing our creativity to life? Fire most of the TV executives, I think. <laughs> it's very hard to be creative if you're working under someone who's more or less opposed to it. Um, the terrible thing about a lot of executives is they want to try and control everything because they're under the misapprehension that they know what they're doing. They don't. My experience in television has been about 10% of them seem to know what they're doing and the other 90% think they know what they're doing, which is very dangerous because it gives them confidence. I think the most important single thing for someone in charge is to say that he wants to use the intelligence of the whole organization and not just his own intelligence, uh, which uh, employees simply implement. Uh, and that means that you have to, as somebody once said about 3M, that there was a great deal going on there and the top management didn't know about half of it. And he contrasted it with IPM, where he said the oh, top management knew about everything going on and there wasn't a lot. In other words, you've actually got to say, trust people and say, all right, go off, you know, play, see what you come up with. And the only, th only thing that you have to do to sort of constrain them is, is budgetary. But everything else you just hand over to them and you say, go come up with an idea and tell me what it is because I'm interested. But people who are control freaks will always kill the creativity of the people around them. Yeah, and there's a lot of corporate politics too. My former 
job before I had my own business was working for a huge company mm -hmm. and to get anything accomplished, it took layers and layers and layers. And, you know, with all my creative endeavors that I do on my own, I just publish it. <laughs> I don't have to ask permission. And I think it's hard to go from having that control back to working at a bigger company and having to get approvals like that. I couldn't agree more. I think uh, it depends a lot whether the company itself is working out of confidence or out of fear. The more they work out of fear, the more A, they want to know exactly what's going on and B, they handle everything by committee so that no individual can be picked out when there's a failure. Creatives also need some marketing and sales skills in order to get their work seen now because you have to yeah. sell yourself and your abilities and your work. Yeah, you get Damien Hirsch's uh, agent preferably. And what's your best piece of career advice? Find something to do that you genuinely find interesting. And it's the most important thing in the world is if you wake up in the morning thinking, ah, this could be interesting today. That is gold. And how do you uncover that? You mean, how do you find out what interests you? Exactly. You try lots of things and you don't think that your conscious mind knows everything because it doesn't. I talked once to Lawrence Vanderpost, who was a remarkable man, who was generally thought to be Prince Charles's spiritual advisor and his PA lived next to our house. So I got to know him quite well. And I said, if I feel I want to go off in a totally new direction, what do I do? And he said, just go in a bookshop that used to exist in the old days, you can read about them, and uh, just look at all the titles in the bookshop. And then you may suddenly find one for no reason that you can think of. It just makes you think, oh, that's interesting. He said, buy that one even if it's nothing to do with anything you've ever been interested in the past, buy that one. See what your unconscious is leading towards. And so it feels like a random choice simply based on a feeling of, oh, that's interesting. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, John. To follow his journey, you can read Creativity, A Short and Cheerful Guide, and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where he shares his classic clips from Monty Python, appearances, travels, announcements, and political commentary. <laughs> <laughs>